February 23, 2020. Nu gaat Coltrane inderdaad van melodieën uit. En dat zal in de toekomst bepaalde gevolgen hebben. But now that I'm trying to write from the melodies first, uh, the melody will be more important. And so eventually I might derive some melodies which are, uh, uh, maybe have uh, some quality of some lasting value of some sort. Uh, melodies that can be uh, worked into interludes or introductions or passages, you know, like, uh, and maybe it'll be time to add a horn and maybe really get a band, see? Yeah, well, Any idea what, what kind of horn it will be? Well, I, I guess a trumpet, you know? Um, I, I, I don't, I just, I don't want a trumpet alone. I'd like to have somebody like Eric Dolphy, but that's impossible. Uh, and there's nobody that plays trumpet that way. No, you know, I, I like to have I like to have Eric really. I like to have Eric Dolphy in a trumpet, but Eric Eric is uh, he's got his own band now. But uh, maybe I could find some young man who plays more than one reed. See, if I get somebody who plays several reeds and a trumpeter. See.
Pedro Show. Happy Thursday, Brother Matt. How are you? Good. Just staying warm in the storm. We got a big Canadian, <laughs> uh, a storm from Canada, rather, come down. You know, there's no mountains from the, the Midwest off mm. their prairie, so they're taking the shortcut. Usually at this time of year, we get winds at Santa Ana, and they're warm ones. Mm. Not this baby, and... You got shit blow. I see here blown away here Flying in the around. South Park. I made that pile of pump runs out oh, there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> There's a big pile. That's why I had to park here. <laughs> and in my part, she got blown around too. And, uh, but we need the rain. Get yeah, yeah. Snow, snow levels down low. Right. Kind of right. looks neat. All right. So uh, we'll start off the show with John Coltrane talking up, talking to Michael D. Reuter about in, enlarging his band, get more pieces. Right. Let's get trumpet player. You want somebody like Eric Dolphy. Eric Dolphy ain't on trumpet, but you get the point. 1961, December 1st. And then we had part one of this big piece called Therapy from our guest today, Brother Matt, Brendan Etter, and his Brendan Etter's ensemble with the first part QX 2021 because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention we have with us. Brother Brendan, Hello. welcome aboard. Welcome. Hey, once thanks again, for having me on. Second time on the show. Are you once again from Echo Park? That's right. Okay. I think hailing. it's been pertinent. Literally hailing from Echo Park. Okay. Three years. Three years. No, I've been here. I mean, I've been here for short. Two or three months short of three years since you were last on the show. And in yeah. that time, you created this fucking piece. Therapy. Right. Tell us about it. Enlighten us, Brother Brendan. I'll do my best. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's sort of an ambient class kind of jazz album um and uh i recorded at this church that i worked work out on sundays you know just to make some money uh i do sound at this church and uh i had access to this place um so that's where i recorded it and i mean i would have made the album no matter what but it was pretty cool to record it and build a little studio in this this big sanctuary um and just let the woodwinds do their thing and where'd you compose it at home Okay, yeah, okay. You know, just, yeah. Okay, yeah. so, and then you would bring the music in there and, and uh, teach, I guess, the, the people ended up doing it. Uh, we, we should talk about who, who played, who's, who's part of the Brendan Ensemble for this piece. Uh, for this uh, album, uh, oh God, I won't even be able to remember everyone because uh, it's, it's uh, we did two sessions and the players changed and they were a year apart, the sessions. But for the most part, it's got, um, Amber Wyman uh, on bassoon, uh, who's been uh, playing with my ensemble for quite a while now, um, and she's got she plays a pretty big role with her playing. Uh, Henry Solomon on um, alto sax, um, my buddy Eric McCann, a bassist uh, on bass, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then and then I start it starts to get blurry. I feel like I'm going to screw it up, but um, um, with with all Andrew Conrad on saxophone on a, a clarinet bass clarinet. Um, this guy Sergio Coelho as well on clarinet. Very Dolphy. Okay, yeah. and who else? It keeps going. It's too well, many. well, well. How did you meet? Well, some of these cats are your buddies, right? Like the bass man. But how'd you meet these these other folks? What's the connect? Yeah, yeah. A handful of them are. I'd say they're friends. Um, you know, honestly, it's a lot of USC. Like reaching out a long time ago and getting in touch with people that went to USC, you know, because they're producing all these amazing musicians there. Um, so it's kind of just it's been like, you know, the Rolodex has just expanded with all these great players over the years, um, like Henry Solomon, who and what's played your connect, sax. What's your connect with USC? 
Nothing. I can't afford that. <laughs> no, but you must have somehow got connected. Uh, mm. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, not saying you weren't there. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, I wish. Uh, but no, my friend Adam Ratner, who's a really killer jazz guitarist out yeah. in L.A. It only takes one, right? With... It only takes one, and then you're fucking Seriously. Right yeah. It exploded, yeah. Yeah, basically, I think from Adam Ratner and then Lewis Cole, this amazing drummer composer. I, I, I hope you've heard his stuff. He's wild, really good. No, and, I'd like um, to maybe uh, later on you flow me some links so I could check it out. Yeah, because this idea, yeah, I, I gotta tell you, other Brendan, this idea of drummer men being composers, I am so fucking into. Yeah, they always nail it. They just got a different, you know, because they, they've had to deal with big pictures. So they know how to mm-hmm. fucking get into it, yeah. Yeah, and they probably see people playing too much and doing, it's like they have a better knack for arranging because they've been so frustrated over the years watching people, you know, jerk off on their guitars too much. And so when they get behind the manuscript or whatever, so to speak, they maybe they have a better sensibility sometimes, sort of ingrained in them, some kind of maturity. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just wanted to get more and more happening i think it's so so please flow me later but let's listen to the yeah. second part here pure Great. ride the world this is second part of therapy people brian edder and some <laughs> Thank you. 
是君。We judge arms when you find me. There's moonlight reflections out on the lake where you end and I begin when we are awake. Feeling you there next to your fur, kissing your ears with. Signal.
Something you 
Bought from Pedro Show that chunk of music. Started off with the second part of therapy. Brendan Edder's ensemble. Pure ride the world in parentheses. Position normal. Haven't heard from these guys in a while. I played one, maybe the last edition. Chris got out to me. He's back making music. Position normal. I go, wait, remember uh, the, my uh, Waste to Space place? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, that's the first place like internet music. Mm. Right? Yeah. Uh, so position normal. After that, Thurston. Thurston's got a new album. And here's... Uh, oh, does he? Yeah, I wouldn't shit you, Brandon. Here's a tune <laughs> from it, Hypnogram. Maybe it's out in a couple weeks. Maybe I got an early thing from him. Samuel Locke Ward, but brand new, out of Iowa City. He's got a tune. It's kind of topical. It's called Banned Books. Yeah, it's from the governor of Florida, right? Uh, objections after that brand new band that came out of Leeds. It, it's part of the uh, Bilge Pump people. I think two, two out of three of them are Bilge Pumpers, who used to also be Solanke before that. And uh, better luck next time. And then a project called Nineteen Apostrophe Forty Quote. So maybe nineteen minute forty sec. Anyway, Marcia de Topi Delta Day. <laughs> That's God, right? Del of, right? Italiano. Uh, then, um, yeah, Brother Cyrus gave me one of the first uh, seven inches he did. It was a split with this band called Enemy and his project DIY. So, SLS and number one, DIY and Enemy. Yeah, I know it's trippy calling a band DIY. But hey, I've heard worse names. One time we played this benefit to say music in Chinatown. Over the band was California. I said, you guys couldn't think of a Ew. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> I shit me not. Not in California. In fact, I like all 50 states. But man, come on. You got a band that's oh like naming a child. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Okay. I, it's a better name for a child than a band. Yeah, I saw Blue Jean Tyranny. Bob, Bob Shep, his stage name. With Brother Steve McKay on sax from Stooges. This is way back, right? Ann Arbor scene in the late 60s. Wood Nichols is a tune live at the Canterbury House, Ann Arbor, in 1968. Steve just came out from, whoa, okay, Brother Matt. <laughs> just came out from Grand, uh, Grand Rapids to go to school, right? That lasted a semester, and he ends up working at the record store where Ig worked, and that's how he got the Stooges. Anyway, the, everything's connected, people. And then... Uh, out of Croatia, huh? The homeland. Yeah. Kevlar Bikini. Dobro. These, these guys gave me a, a tune they just put out called Flirting with Nihilism. Don't do it, people. <laughs> or do it, but just flirt. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't bear hug it. And finally, part three of the big piece, Therapy. Brendan Edder Ensemble. Ended. But it ain't the end, people. It's just part three. Okay. So uh, maybe you expand on the uh, on this uh like what? What? What was the yeah. impetus behind the composition? Uh, like ending? No, um, well, no, the whole enchilada. Oh, the whole thing. The whole. You know, uh, I think just kind of aesthetically, it's something I've been wanting to do. I've done a little music like that that's has no drums, and it's more of this kind of ambient, kind of loop-based acoustic music. Um, so, and honestly, one of the top kind of listen you know my most popular song is this cover of the apex twin that english 
guy. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of no, him. No, he's He's crazy. I got a weird story about it. I saw him once. He came to oh, play shit. at Johnny Depp's. Used to be the, the Viper Viper yeah, Room. Viper yeah, Viper Room, West Hollywood. Oh, my God. Okay, and so, because Brother Matt said there's this music called drum and bass. <laughs> So I went up there to see the gig. It was one guy in a bunch of machines. Holy but it was at pretty trippy. Viper Room? It was at, it used to be Central. Yeah, yeah. Filthy McNasty. Yeah, and uh, who was there? Chucky's in love. Ch- yeah, Chucky Weiss. Yeah, yeah. The, the Ch- goddamn liars. Yeah. Always play there. Mm-hmm. And then I think in the 90s, Johnny Depp died. Yeah. I think so, it's going to be a condo now or something. Right, I think it's all that shit's getting uh, knocked down for a condo because a couple uh, doors down was the liquor's pizza. That's where I bought yeah, the right. first thing. But yeah, it, and it, it was a trip. But it wasn't a bass player and a drummer. Yeah. But he had some intense rhythms going with these machines. Probably human yeah. didn't play mm-hmm. unless they were like sports a guys. Giant rolling yeah. bass. People do it. People do it. <laughs> yeah. So, but he had this ambient stuff as well that was like totally easygoing and really innovative. I thought. And anyway, I always liked it. So, one of those covers did well, and it was basically in that kind of style that I've been, you know, wanting to do more of. Anyway, so I just sort of just made more more music, and you know, I thought, oh my god, I could do this at the church for you know for free. So like, so I. Um, compose this stuff and yeah i mean there's sort of a kind of a spiritual component i'm not really very spiritual but there's sort of an exploratory thing going on in terms of like mortality and um yeah it's weird some weird interesting stuff happened i was like researching these near-death experience survivors and things like that anecdotes are crazy these people have taken stock of the human experience but the, the the title therapy sounds to me like trying to help with some kind of situation yeah yeah i mean music heals and so honestly i mean it was tough to settle on the title brendan with me music is fucking lifeline (laughs) yeah right yeah 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 so but oh this the ending that ending song that we just listened to uh that's got ethan hammond this organ player again that was i cold emailed usc's uh organ department and I said, hey, you got any organ players studying there that can improvise? And they're like, no, but this guy, Ethan Hammond, is at Yale now, and he just graduated from here, and he's getting his master's in organ performance. So he recorded on this Newberry Memorial organ at Yale on that song ending. Massive. One of like the biggest organs in the world is wow. on the album. I'll tell you, I've been to that fucking Crazy. cathedral in Sevilla, Spain. And you want to know a big fucking organ. These are like telephone pole fucking mm-hmm. pipes. Yeah, yeah. Look, we're at the end I of guess the first that... hour of February 23rd, 2023. And Peter Peter's special guest, Brendan Edder. Other Matt. Hold tight for hour two. Go February 23rd, 2023. It's, it's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
Maybe they could help you. I'm sorry, I can't. Well, why can't you? Because I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I, I'm, I'm speaking in English. What more can I, I do? Say, you, I, I, you're driving me into an erotic frenzy. <laughs> too bad about you. Uh, you're talking about an 11-year-old child of, which, of whom I have no knowledge. You're talking about somebody meeting you here at this house of which I also have no knowledge. So I think you have the wrong... But you're supposed to know him. My God, what are you doing? I'm awfully sorry. I'm no, you aren't. You have to tell me.
Off from Pedro Show. Start off the second hour with part four of therapy, the big piece. Brendan uh, Netter, the Brendan Netter Ensemble. And this part is entitled Solace. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's got Nyla Hunter on it. She's an awesome uh, Angelino, born and raised a harpist. Okay. Super cool. And uh, yeah, she she played harp on that. And yeah, it's cool working, meeting her and working with her. Great. Hope to do it more. Medicine singers after that with reprise of a cry. Puppet Midnight out of England with all aboard the flying armchair. Yeah. Sounds like, yeah. <laughs> that fucking green armchair. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah, those you know, were great. Well, Fulton, he's still going. He's oh, yeah, he's still got some up. Brendan Etter, Ensemble, with part five, Isn't It True? And he didn't have a question mark, people, so he's making he <laughs> all declarative on this. Yeah, I'm getting declarative. After that with Rag. Uh, okay, here's a title. Rubber O Cement, East Bay stuff, Oaktown, with... Gliobastoma multiform dat skiffle and the shapeshift in space lumps. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a mouthful. <laughs> Brendan Adder's symbol with fucking part six of the big peace therapy. This is number three, and in parentheses, rhubarb. Then we had John Truby. He's going to be a guest soon. Back in person, by the way. With Too Bad About. Prank phone call vein, right? Agnes Steck out of Texas with Pear Annoyed. Right? You take the K out of punk yep. and you got Pond Rock. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Chris out of Eastern Texas. Finally, Brian Edder Ensemble with part seven, which he calls the interlude. So, in likeness to Solace. Well, you already said it involved the harp player. So, when you were composing, mm-hmm. though, did you have people in mind? Maybe some of your buddies, right? Yeah, yeah, I had some people in mind for sure. I mean, basically, uh, like uh, Henry Solomon, sax player. You know, I was like, all right, he's gonna be, he's gonna play on this. It's gonna be great. Amber Wyman, bassoonist, uh, and with Nyla Hunter, yeah, she's been on my radar like ever since I heard her music. And I know she's in LA, and she's an excellent harpist. Um, so yeah, I kind of I wrote that little piece and um and hit her up you know just and luckily she was down to, yeah. to play yeah and, and so solace how's it fit into the big picture of the piece uh i don't know I, it's kind of just a sad it's kind of a sad um sounding song i guess so i called it that it's a solace but i don't know it's just another sad track like I, what? maybe like it's an album clumped? track you mean like a nostalgia uh, for clumped kind of yeah, or like sort of, I don't know. Yeah, solace. Okay, that just seemed the and best then, word. And then rhubarb number three, or either or, and I don't know. How. That's your guy, Apex Twin. He saw it, Viper. Oh, room. that's, that's the a one. Cover. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I listened to that ambient piece of his, and I just tried to trans transpose it, you know. Sure, sure. And or transcribe it, or, um, or translate it into fucking Brian Edder music. That's right. Brian yeah, Brian In other words, yeah, yeah. Brian's that other guy who does ragtime. I'm not a ragtime guy. That's right. That's why I fucked up. Man. Don't do that. <laughs> I got ragtime because head boggle. You'll, you'll hear when you hear the thing. Head boggle. Like Brian Setzer Orchestra? 
Brian Setzer, I think he's a little more rockabilly, but he's yeah. Ragtime is more of a Scott Joplin thing. Right, right. And then yeah. obviously interlude is the middle of the piece, right? Yeah, just a little that little ditty, just a little. Um, actually, I mean that it was a larger piece, and I when we tried recording like the second half of it, it just yeah. it's just like I don't know. I actually showed it to um, Phil, uh, who you know Phil Wagner, and like I showed him the rough mix. We were driving. I got this convertible. Yeah. No. So driving the convertible, I'm like, check out this rough mix, and he's like, eh. he's like, everything was amazing, but that one part, I, that one song just didn't cut it. So I made it into an interlude, and just That's used what the first friends part. Are for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> honest feedback. Thank you, Phil. Well, the fucking whoop out the fucking scissors when necessary. So let's yeah. talk about the recording, because you're saying that it actually was recorded at the church. So did what? Did people bring in uh, equipment? I did, yeah. I set it up uh, with Eric McCann, the bassist. He's also about a little, engineer. a little studio, but di- didn't you actually use the space? Oh yeah, okay. no, we were like up on the church stage at this in this big ass sanctuary. Lots of reverb, and then when I finished mixing, I even um, went back to the church and blasted the music out into the church and got the even more reverb out of it. You know, so it was louder than real life. Were you they, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Were they playing? What? Were they, like they sitting in the pews? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. They're up on the stage. Um, oh, you mean where yeah. the altar is and stuff? Yeah, okay. there are pews up there for like the choir, and that's kind of where they're sitting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's you, one video did you have of. The uh, mic, uh, did you use close micing or uh, or far away yeah. or both combination of both? Yeah, both. But uh, the mostly. Mostly the close mics were really useful. The the room mics, um, again, like the room mics were kind of. I had some issues because uh, the roof would creak sometimes and and whatnot. So I when I went back and reamped the music, then I yeah. really captured the room. So, but but made, a lot of it's kind of live, more or less. You know, the recording, just a little bit of editing. Which um, shows you what fucking bitching players those people are, man. It's beautiful. Yeah, and they have to play the same two... lines over and over. It's so simple. It's like painful. I feel like for some of them, you know, like, like just repeating well, the same part over and over. It. I appreciate it. So, what about uh, you said it was done in two sessions, a year apart? Yeah. What, what? What? The difference between the sessions? Some some players overlap, but some had different players. Yeah. Yeah. Some different players, and uh, yeah, I had to re-record that number three rhubarb cover because it was just too out of tune, and it just wasn't vibing. I, I couldn't get over it. So, uh, but yeah, I'm glad I did another session. So the second session was to good. try to correct some fuck ups, but it actually was also more parts of the better. Yeah, better new bur- music too. Better like, because you learn more from the first session, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah and I wrote some better stuff, uh, like the Pure Ride the World. Yeah, that's kind of one of my favorites. Also, the order we probably we're listening to the later recordings first. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's just whatever kind of fit the you know arc, you know, putting it together afterwards. And what about yeah. the preparation? Did these guys practice with you, or is that why it took a lot of time? No practice. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no it, was pr- it was quick though. You know, we did it all in two well, when probably you, like when you three hour sessions. Over, when you tell me over and over, that sounds like a lot of takes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! They just had to repeat. No, just because the, oh, you're the compositions the way it was are so simple. The way yeah, it's like they're a just lot repeating. of the ostinatos, a lot of the figures. They're repeated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
No, we do them in very few takes. Uh, very few takes. Yeah, well, that's probably why it's got such a good feel because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't sound like. I remember the story of James Jamerson in the studio with Smokey Robinson. He said about take two hundred forty-eight, the rigor mortis started to sit in the room. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 too much. That's too much. I can't afford that. The horror. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, how many Barry Gordon was playing, paying him pennies. So. <laughs> <laughs> how many you know, takes Smokey do you do? Smokey Robinson record? just did another album. Oh, that, yeah? That cat's still cooking. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, still cooking, kicking like Cato, which, which is an inspiration to us, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So let me ask you this. Was anybody kind of a... a Difficult, or was everybody on board with the music? Yeah, yeah, everyone was cool. Everyone so you didn't was super have any cool. Drama shit. No, no. So I, you know, true. I, I make sure I get, I get, um, like the most expensive water bottles I can find, and I give them <laughs> to the players. I got this crazy. They're glass. They're little bottles, but they were fucking glass. Yeah. And it was like, you know, fucking Icelandic, fucking you know, New Age water from Whole Foods. And that really sets the tone. They're like, oh, yeah. ooh, Sedona, Sedona Mountain Spring Water from Glass, okay. It might also help to check out the personalities ahead of time. Sometimes cats yeah. who can really play are not fun to play with. <laughs> I've, I've been hearing some, yeah, I hear some gossip here and there, you know. People talking shit, people, people being anyway, prima donnas that are really good. Sometimes know? good shit comes out of that, believe it or not, but. It's always yeah. great to hear that something great came out of like a calm thing without that. Kind mm. of shit. Like Money Jungle or whatever uh, that album. Oh right? yeah, yeah. The, really the pissed trio at each between other. Uh, Max Roach, Charlie Mingus, Duke Ellington. Yeah, a lot right. of guys like, doing reviews say, "Oh, Charlie Mingus ruined it by trying to overplay and shit like that." But I, I like yeah. that. Yeah, the passive aggressive like playing and stuff. It's well, great. fucking playing with the Duke, right? I mean, yeah. You know, it's trippy, I would like to do you know, that. Us, like the Duke was doing a couple of collabs at that period. He did, in fact, does an album with John Coltrane where they use each other's rhythm sections. Look, we're at that point in the show where it's righteous time for what? Because he gets <laughs> to say, bring forth Spin Cycle Brother Matt. Thank you. <laughs> and away we go. Thank you. 
I had that dream again. I dreamed I had to take a test in a Dairy Queen on another planet. And in this dream, I looked around, and there was this woman. She was making it all up. She was writing it all down, and she was laughing. Laughing her head off. And I said, Hey, give me that pen. I turned a corner in Soho today, and someone looked right at me and said, Oh no, another Laurie Anderson clone. And I said, Look at me. Look at me, 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 look at that. What made you do what you just did to us with your spun cyclists? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame that on Brandon, I guess. Okay. Um, just something he said got me Brandon. going in a... Brian. No, no Brandon. Uh, Brandon. Yeah, he's the one. Um, <laughs> so, you're going to blame him for that one. Okay, you get the Thank blame, you. brother. Thank Brian. you. It was bitching, brother. Thank, Thank you. you so much. <laughs> it's been the second hour of February 23, 2023 edition of Pedro Show. Hold tight for hour three. February 23, 2023. It's the third hour of the Walk from Pedro show.
show people we start off the third hour i think this is part eight of part eight i think it is of therapy the big piece brendan edder with this brendan edder ensemble and this is ah no more in parentheses then we had crane 
with the end of all wars. Ukraine. I think it's the yeah, fourth one, because he kept every day he kept saying, no, that ain't the right one. No, that ain't the right one. So I think maybe I got the right one. By the way, he wants some words from me. Oh. Because our, our pictures from the Pleasure Point Proj. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you feed him some poems, he'll come up with the music, and I'll put on the bass. Oh, oh bitchin'. So just, all he needs out of you is words. Cool. And then he says, once we get that done, then you can bring in the fucking slide guitar. Oh, okay, you got to figure that part just out. Get, like yeah, that. just start one step poems. at a time. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you hear that, Craig? That's how we do it. Just right we'll work it out through the Waffle <laughs> <laughs> Then we had uh, 99 Letters out of Japan with Zanzao. Muskeg Mudsack. Mudsuck, Anchorage, Alaska, with quarter, and finally, uh, part nine. Uh, it's called number seventeen of the therapy piece, Brendan Etter Ensemble. Number seventeen. Does this have something to do with number three earlier in the piece? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's another Apex Twin cover. Oh. Uh-huh. So he likes yeah. to name his songs with numbers. Yeah, the ambient stuff he did. Yeah, and 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 then he he did have names like like rhubarb for number three but it's weird like the u.s release for the album was just numbers and like the european issue or something like that had root said rhubarb it's kind of a gray area i don't really understand right, it right people on reddit know, information think, is too easy he thinks it's too easy it's too simple no give us yeah. a challenge okay and, and what about ah ah no more um yeah parenthesis yeah just no another Another, I don't know, kind of meditative, but for me, kind of intense piece. Um, yeah, just really, just I don't know, just really emotional music. Um, I'm thinking of meditation. For, for me. I don't think of intense, but I know that's that's the problem. It's, like, it's okay. not therapy. Doesn't have, isn't always easy. You know, yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. sound bath. It's not a sound bath. It's like actually processing. The idea is like to actually deal with life you know deal with shit you know? yeah, right, right. or like just the this the human experience it's kind of like a if anything meditative is about about it it's kind of meditating on the human experience can, um, can i ask you something like it might be a parallel what about therapist have you ever dealt with a therapist uh yeah a little bit yeah i've tried yeah i've had i tried it twice what do you think Pretty cool. Pretty some, cool. Of the, some of those experiences in the piece no, no, oh, okay. definitely not. I just had to call it therapy. I tried so hard to come up with other names, and like, they were too corny or just I don't know. I, so I had this. I ended up circling back. I was going to call I it feel ambient that therapy wins. Is a good word because it can be used for a lot of things. It's just something to get you through something, right? Does it? Yeah, but does it sound kind of bold or like kind of pretentious in a way no. to you? Or no? No, no. It sounds okay, like good. it sounds like some guy trying to confront a situation. Okay, cool. With, with some kind of dharma, right? Some kind of thing that's going to work, hopefully. Yeah, you know. hopefully, yeah. I'm going to try acupuncture today. Really? Have you ever done that? Yeah, no. yeah. Brother Matt, you are... Yeah, I got poked. You got yeah. poked? Yeah. Yeah, it's been <laughs> effective. Like it? it helps, yeah. Yeah, it's trippy where they that's put sweet. those things. It doesn't really hurt. You sit there, screw them in, yeah, right? yeah, and then sometimes the dude might Ugh. like like have a little incense stick yeah. and hit it like it's a lightning bolt, and just like you feel it shoot Whoa. down. That's kind of bitching the because they're, they're getting at some like ner- nervous system. Yeah, blockages focuses, and shit. You get the flow. Yeah, freeing it up. 
Whoa. I'm going to start bawling on the table or something. They hit the right spot. <laughs> but, uh, so, look, we're going to play the last part of the piece here. I love this song. One, three, seven, riddle.
Scott from Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. That chunk started off with Brian, uh, Brendan. Who's that? That word, Brian. There ain't no Brian involved. It's <laughs> Brendan Etter. And it's a Brendan Etter ensemble with 137 Riddle, the tenth and final part of therapy. And Jack Wright and Ben Bennett with this album that just came out, a duet, a free form. In fact, Mr. Jack Wright, sax man, wrote a book called The Free Music. It's about, you know, I guess you call it free jazz. Mm. Bent Flock is the name of the title. And finally, I found this. Maybe it's your grandma. Purple, I saw a video on YouTube.com. Oh, yeah. And got you dancing and shit. And then you watched that? Hell came yeah. Your grandma in a dream? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm glad you watched it. I make these music videos and they probably have like 300 views or something. It took me six months to make. <laughs> crazy man I'm no done no justice brother Brandon no justice look at Vincent he sells one painting in his life nowadays yeah okay. yeah well hey I don't, I don't think I'm gonna maybe other maybe people will start to watch the, the videos at some point no, I just gotta really Mr. Wells learned us no wine before it's time okay oh, that's so cool he saw anyway, the video purple... but I'm glad he saw it that's like counts for like a hundred views okay now now people that ain't part of the piece but uh, no. I wanted to fill up all level yeah. spots with Brendan. Everyone <laughs> check out my video, Purple, Brendan Enter Ensemble. I busted my ass on that music video. Well, let's, let's, let's wrap about the last part yeah. of the therapy piece. 137 Riddle. Yeah. Some kind okay. of ca ca Kabbalah. That's right. Yeah, man. Like, really uh I was going to say, stuff. because I, I think that number is a heavy number. You know about it? Oh, yeah. A, a yeah. little bit. I didn't know about it. I, um... I started making the piece with this piano ostinato. It was just going up and down, just one, two, one, two chords, basically just inverting up. And then, um, anyway, the tempo was 137. And I was like, weird. I was like tapping to tempo to find out what the tempo I wanted was. Yeah. And I was like, huh. It just seemed like weird. I didn't think much of it, kept working. And I titled the piece Riddle. That was like my temporary title. And then I, then like later on, I'd look it up. I'm like, what the fuck? And like found about this number 137. And it was very, the meanings and stuff behind it were really uh, similar to the, some of the themes I was already exploring with the album. And I was just like, that's really serendipitous or meant to be, bizarre. Meant to be. Yeah. Like the, in the Kabbalah and stuff, like sure. they talk about that number. But we should tell the listeners, there's an idea that goes way back, you know, of Talmud mm -hmm. and stuff where... The letters actually have numbers, and it's kind of an early form of chemistry. Or you can spell out things like the partner of the Red Sea was a word that that's kind of number equivalent and stuff. Even Genesis, the, the creation was a word with a kind of numeric value, and it's it's a long time ago thing, but it's it's it's, it's trippy kind of wisdom. It's really trippy learning about that number too, uh, with the Jewish mystics talking about it representing this spiritual slash physical kind of threshold. It's weird, deep stuff. And then the other thing that about it is that theoretical physicists and all these scientists basically think of it as like one of the most provocative, you know, uh, sort of important numbers ever. It's like this crazy universal number that shows up you know, all over the place. So anyway, I encourage people to read Which about it. It's a big prime, right? It can't really be divided. Yeah, maybe. Uh, except uh, itself. It's called the fine structure constant or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's trip. You know, fine math structure. has got, 
it's got a lot of religious properties to it. Mathematics. It's it's really kind of trippy. It, it, it is. Yeah, it just fell into my lap. Spiritual. With that song. You know, I don't know what to say about that stuff because I don't want to make anyone angry. But <laughs> it is a trip, and my mind gets blown, and I'm so glad you used it as something to fucking come up with some bitching music. Yeah, or it's sort of like it. It kind of put its. It inserted itself in its own way. I don't right. know. Something weird well, happened there. It is what I really it is. like that. Like Popeye said, right? I am what I am. Yeah. Right. Now, what's your next plan? Uh, you know, the, my next plan is, well, I got to pr- promote this album. Everyone, the album comes out March 3rd. Uh, that's next Friday. Uh, and I'm playing this big show at the Lodge Room in Highland Park on March 5th with that's Vinyl Williams. That's a Masonic Temple, people. It's upstairs, but yeah. there's an elevator. So the schlepping yeah. too hard. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be a killer show. I'm going to have like a nine-piece chamber ensemble going. Um, yeah, definitely going to be a good show uh, March 5th. After that... Um, yeah, I, I I just don't know how to tour, Mike. Like, well, I can't about, tour music, you got any so I want to write. You want to record? Is there more music coming out of you? Do you feel it come? Because a lot of cats, right when they get something done, they're chomping at the bit to get the next fucking bit out. No, I'm trying to I'm trying to get my act together. I feel like I haven't been um, disciplined and in the creative kind of in the mindset. performance part. You want to perform? Yeah, I'm more you like you want to work the room. Mono promo. Yeah, I'm like promoting myself on stuff. Well, when it comes time. time for you to do more music, the invite's there. You come visit me and brother Matt with your new creations, and we'll play it and talk about it. Righteous, yeah, thanks. Yeah, okay. Thanks so much. Absolute. Any time, every time. People, it's been February twenty third, twenty twenty three. Dishwap Pedro. So keep your powder dry.